Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chatting with the Buds. This is episode 13, and this is a very special Good Friday edition of Chatting with the Buds, being that it's just Good Friday on the day that we're taping. I'm Wes. I'm Sam. I'm Marcus. And we're three firemen who just want an excuse to talk more than we already do. Marcus, Mm -hmm. get me some intro music. And welcome back to Chatting with the Buds, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. How is everyone doing today? Doing great. Doing very good. good. Doing very good. I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. Uh, beautiful day outside, and hopefully you're uh, not outside and listening to us instead. So anyway, so what's new, guys? Oh, nice little Good Friday today. A good Friday, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, happy Passover. Thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't know much about Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also have a very special guest in studio today. We do. It's my wife, Allison. She wanted to come see the magic of the podcast. And uh, I can tell you right now, just by the look in her eyes, I've never been more attractive to her. <laughs> she's looking and she's like, look at those goofy look, headphones. Look at those goofy headphones. And, and what the heck does he think? He's, he thinks he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like to purchase tickets to Chatter the Buds live. Um, so We're running a special. Running a special. 25% right. off makes them $500 each. So. <laughs> uh so yeah, Good Friday today, uh, Passover. Sam, tell us a little bit about Passover. So Passover... <laughs> is Give us the history of Passover. Just a real quick rundown of Passover. Um, Passover is when uh, it's, it's celebrating uh, Adam Sandler's first movie, which is going to be uh, <laughs> Happy Madison. I'm just kidding. I, I don't or, think ha- that's bad. Yeah. So uh, Passover is a celebration of the exodus of the Israelites from uh, Egypt. So every year we have a Passover Seder and dinner, and then... For about eight days, we're not allowed to have anything with yeast in it. So that's going to be bread. That's going to be, yeah, <laughs> scotch. Uh, uh, so, yeah, no yeast, um, you know, a lot of cereals and things like that. Uh, so we have to eat uh, matzah instead, which is just unleavened bread. There's no yeast in it. So I used to make pizzas out of it. It was awesome. So, oh, pizzas out of matzah ball? Uh, no, out, of, out of the flat matzah. Oh. Yeah, it's like a big cracker pretty much. And you just slather on some tomato paste and some... Board and cheese, and you're good to go. <laughs> 22 seconds in the microwave. That's what 20, I've learned. 22 seconds in the microwave. You've got that down. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Lucky number episode 13. 13. Uh-oh. This means it's going to be either be really bad, good or really be bad. be a bad omen. So, we we got a pretty good topic here today. Wes, you and I are going to attack teams. Yeah, something. it's going to be... I think it's going to be mainly you. You okay with that, Marcus? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um... Okay, yeah, so... What are you going to be talking about? And then I'll jump in there. So, let me ask you a question, Marcus. Go for it. What is a leap year? And why do we have it? No, just what, just, just what is a leap year? Yeah, go ahead. Isn't it when you have a February... What is it? February 29th? Like, you have an extra Correct. day? February 29th. How often does it occur? Once every four years? Correct. Once every four years. All so, right. I'll, I'll jump in here now. Okay. So uh, that is uh, that is what a leap year is, February 29th, every four years. The next one we're going to have is next year, 2020, divisible by four. I like to go by the Summer Olympics. Oh. Summer Olympics is when we have leap years. Interesting. Good way so, to look at it. So, yeah. Um, a lot of people are like, uh, yeah, I know why we have leap year, because a uh, year is not necessarily 365 days. It's 365 days and some change, and most people will say that it is 365 days and six hours. Or... 365.25, mm-hmm. which is a quarter, 
So every four years, you need to add a day, right? Yes. So, right. yeah. So you are, you, you know, when you go around, <clears throat> so our year is based on the earth rotating around the sun and we just rotate just ever so too much. Too much and than uh, 365 days. So then we, you know, we add a day. And then adding time and then boom calendar set every four years. Everything's We're lined good. up. Everything's perfect. Right. So nothing has to change. Right. Nothing right, has Wes? to change. Right. Right. That's wrong. <laughs> so it's actually what a lot of people don't know um, is that. So. So first of all, calendar makers back way, way back when, because we we'll talk about an obsolete job now. I don't think we have calendar makers anymore. What do you mean, like, we got cat calendars and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, well, we got that, but not people who are like, okay, this is what time is. Oh, okay. You know, they, like, measure things out. Pretty pretty obsolete. But um, they wanted everything to be, obviously, they, it had to be very, very specific. And just because it didn't affect them at their time, mm-hmm. they were like, it affects, it's going to affect humanity way on down the line. Yeah. So, in reality, a year is not about 365.25 days it's actually 365.2422 right thank you sam you're welcome and (laughs) so doing it once every four years you know helps out in the short term but in the long term it doesn't help Mm -hmm. so here's the deal here's something that a lot of people don't know because it hasn't really affected us lately is that every 100 years or turn of the century to make it easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. We leap over leap year, meaning we skip it. We don't have it anymore. It's just regular February 28th to March 1st. So, for example, 1796, we had a leap year. Mm-hmm. 1800, we did not. No. We did not have a leap year. And then in 1896, we had a leap year. 1900, we did not. Yes. And then, obviously... Keep it on going. 1996, we did have a leap year. In 2000, oh, some people are thinking back. Did we have a leap year? Did we not have a leap year? 2000? 2000. I don't know. You tell me. Well, according to what I was just saying, we should have skipped over it. But I know there's people out there, they're listening right now saying, no, we had a leap year in Mm -hmm. 2000. I remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you're right, because we did. Because 2,000 is divisible by 400. Gotcha. And that is the last law for leap year. So, every four years, mm-hmm. we have a leap year. If it's turn of the century, we do not have a leap year. Unless it's divisible by 400. Boom. So, in 1,600 we did, 2,000 we did. So, mark your calendars for the year 2,100. Mm-hmm. We won't have we one. just won't have one. But 2,400. Mark your calendars. 2,400. <laughs> We will. We will have. And then um, it's so funny that uh, all these calendar makers, you know, mm-hmm. that they they do understand that it's not. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Yeah. The the rotation of the Earth and and going around the the sun and everything is constantly changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not uh, continuous. It, it's constantly changing. It is. So they were like, well, you know what? In like eight thousand years, it's going to be all messed up. But that's just way too long mm-hmm. down the line to, mm-hmm. to, to even worry Someone about. Someone else will take care of it. Yeah, it's, they, I think I'll they be even. Long dead. Yeah, I think they even thought like you know civilization is going to be around then anyway. Probably so, not. So yeah. So now you know more about leap year. More about leap year. Or actually, what an actual year is, rather. Yeah. I think. And, and that's that's what's interesting is that people think that you know even our day like our days our days aren't even exact our days are actually are 23.9 hours long they're yeah. not even not exactly 24 hours so 
Not, yeah, nothing's absolute when it comes to space. Yeah. These giant rocks floating through an endless void of Constantly darkness. shorter, longer, and we're drifting further away from the sun and everything like that. So, Wes, going off of what you explained on Leap Year and how it works, um, how you know, the year is not exactly 365 days. So when they made, when they make a calendar... You know, like you were saying, they've they had lots of different types of calendars. Correct. And so I'm going to talk about the history of why we're all on the same calendar and how we got there. It all starts with Julius, who's a geezer Caesar. <laughs> Julius Caesar. Okay, so we're talking about the Julian calendar. I don't think Julius Caesar needs a WWE <laughs> yeah, name. That's right. He's, he's Julius Caesar. <laughs> so uh, the Julian calendar uh, was proposed by Julius Caesar in 46 BC. So um, this was supposed to be kind of like an end-all, you know, this is the calendar, this is what we're going to work off. And what it did do is it said that, yes, we have 365 days, but it also took into account that extra uh, 0.25. So instead of, you know, 365.2422, he, they just rounded up to two five, so you know you'd think that would solve the the, the 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 whole problem, and you know it would have the same one hundred and four hundred year, you know. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't didn't have that. It was just classic, just every four years leap year. Well, what was starting to happen with the Julian calendar is that as time went on, and by the way, this was used for fifteen hundred years. As time went on, I'm sorry, I was just thinking back to when Julius Caesar brought this to like the Senate and everything like that. They actually did have to argue about time. Yeah. You know? You know like, that is that is one thing. They actually had to sit there and discuss, like, okay, like, how long is it? No, I don't think it's that long. This guy over here saying it's this long. This guy over here saying it's this long. Well, what are we going to do about it then, you know? See, that's what's so interesting <clears throat> about it is that time is not man-made, but the measurement <clears throat> of time is man-made. You know, there's we make sense. And we haven't done a very good job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at that time, they didn't. So, they had a Julian counter for 1,500 years. And that it, even in just 1,500 years, which, yes, is a long time, that started the days of, of the year started not landing where they were supposed to. Now, this was big because um, people started realizing, well, okay, Easter is not even where it used to be at all. You know, Easter is uh, six days behind or six days ahead or, you know, whatever it would be. But um, behind, I guess. But, you know, people were like, okay, well, that's weird, you know. It's kind of weird that winter starts six days to ten days earlier, something like that. So, by the time that they got to the new, you know, sweet Gregorian calendar, which I'll talk about, it was 13 days behind that brand new Gregorian calendar, which I'll talk about in a second. So, 13 days behind. So, the days just started just moving. And if we continued to have the Julian calendar today, we would be behind by 13 days. Doesn't seem like a lot, but that adds up out of time. I mean, that's half a month right there. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Um, Over 2,000 years later. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty so, good, though. 13 days. Yeah. Not, not bad. Not bad. It just shows you know, how small that difference is. you know. But anyway, we, uh, they started realizing this was wrong. And Pope, Pope, there's no rhyme for Gregory Gregory VIII. <laughs> <laughs> Pope Gregory VIII, um, he, he realized that, okay, well, Easter's not landing where it used to. Christmas isn't landing where it used to. This is, you know, this is, this is changing. This is changing not only time for our citizens, but this is changing time for 
the papacy. This is changing time for religion. This isn't this isn't right. So he devised the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar that we use today. So the Gregorian calendar was proposed in 1582, and it was very, very simple, very simple change. Instead of 365.25 days, they changed it to that to really measure it at 365.2422. And this is what you were this is coming back to what you were talking about, Wes. Every 100 years, they don't have a leap year. And every 400, you know, every divisible by 400, divisible by 100, they do not have a leap year. And this makes up for that lost time. Now, what people also don't realize is that our days are not just 365.2422, but we're talking, I mean, it is, but there's minutes and there's seconds. And mm -hmm. technically, with the Gregorian calendar, we are still off. But it would take thousands and thousands and thousands of years for us to even realize that one day had passed not to where it's supposed to so it's pretty close yeah. it's not perfect That's a, it'd be hard to make it perfect well we're going off of something that was devised in the 1500s mm -hmm. for measuring like the planets yeah the solar how, system how, about, how amazing <laughs> is it that they that they had uh, astronomical knowledge enough to be able to do stuff like this i mean that's 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 what blows my mind so the Gregorian calendar, that's what we're using. Cool, awesome Gregorian calendar. I have it on my wall. And um, I think, well, if you have a calendar on your wall, you have the Gregorian calendar. On your wall. Um, you know, I got the calendar app. You know, it's probably making tons of money off of that. So the Gregorian calendar is what we're using now. The, it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, here's a Gregorian calendar. Everyone's gonna start using this now. You use it. You use it. You know, it's not. It, it's not Oprah. Okay, you don't get a Gregorian calendar. You don't get a Gregorian calendar. People decide when they want to adopt the Gregorian calendar. So, Great Britain did not use the, the Gregorian calendar until 1752, almost 200 years later, about 200 years later. And it was an interesting time to be in Great Britain at the time because when they finally did adopt it and said, okay, fine, this is the right calendar. We'll just use that instead of the Julian calendar. It's Julian calendar's behind. So on September 2nd, 1752, the parliament and the government of Great Britain just said, okay, you know what? It's, it's the 2nd of September. Tomorrow, it's the 14th. <laughs> just, it, it, just forget 11 days, 11 or 12 days. Forget it. It's now the 14th. And everybody hopped on board with it. And boom. Ever since then, they are now on the growing count. Just simple as that. Just think about like, because correspondence wasn't all that well. You know, and so like all the people in parliament and everything knew about it and, you know, the people they told about it. And I guess they had, you know, papers and everything. Yeah. Just think about that guy that's like, it's been a year and he didn't, didn't hear about it. It's like, uh, no, it's March 6th, sir. <laughs> it's March 6th. You're crazy. <laughs> He's, he gets a call from his boss all the time. Where are you? <laughs> You're supposed to be at work right now. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. No, nope. it's not. It's Thursday. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty interesting. They finally adopted it. And this actually leads into another thing about time and the rotation of our planet is time zones. And back in the day, time zones were limited to just cities, really. You know, sometimes just cities or countries, depending on the municipality of it. So, you know, in Frisco, it's 1250, but in McKinney, it's one o'clock. You know, stuff like that. Oh, it, so they're a lot smaller, like the time. There, the yeah, time changes. It was it was based off of a local 
local kind of government saying, hey, this is the time it is. Also, you I know, guess probably because people didn't travel very far. Yeah, then, that, that, so it didn't really that too. But you know, we're we you we've been using sundials for so long that now you know sundials. If you have a sundial here at my house and a sundial at your house, it's going to show different. So you know they they're working off of this sidereal day is what they call it these sundials so everyone was like oh no this is my time no this is my time so then they finally you know as as time went on we now have time zones you know standardized time zones um i guess that was and we've actually been, and everybody's been jumping on that you know? it's, <laughs> it's just huge huge fad i guess that's actually a more accurate way of doing it is actually just the sundials but like i was saying it's just people didn't really travel that much so it was very specific to that yeah, person because exactly. people were more localized. And you know, you can use the sundials; it's fine. But when we're, you know, when you talk about like kind of productivity sort of thing, you know, now that we live in an age where like it's global globalization, you right. can get anywhere you want in the world well, yeah. in less than a day. You know, you can call someone anywhere in the world in ten seconds. Now it makes it even better for these places just to have standard, you yeah. know, whatever they call it, GTC. Just, global, just think know. of like you know someone in Weatherford. It's like be here at one, and then they have to like try to calculate uh, it out so i should it takes an hour to get there okay so, so my time it would 15 be minute difference <laughs> 101 and what, 27 seconds what a pain what a pain what a pain so and one more thing about about leap years or just about years in general but the change i mean of time is that uh this happened in the uk and this has happened you know a lot of other places march 1st used to be the first day of the year in a lot of areas. <clears throat> well, the UK finally said, you know what? January 1st is now the first day. So January 1st is. So when George Washington was born in his, he had a memoir of some sort. He was born February 22nd, 1750, I'm sorry, 1732. He wrote down that he was born February 22nd, 1732 slash one or slash one slash two. Yeah. Because there was that change. What year am I at? They just yeah. pushed the year, the first of the year back by three months. Who knows? So that is uh, that's it's been weird to see on his driver's it, license. <laughs> you know, actually, it made me think. What do you think happens when someone is born on February 29th? Well, that's that age-old question, you know. What, is, what they... do you think happens? In fact, they age four times slow. <laughs> <laughs> Old Benjamin Button. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually way more interesting. Just kidding, it's not. They're just born on March 1st. Uh, actually, something that I never have thought of is that um, there are a lot of times parents that have leap year babies mm -hmm. that are born on February 29th, they, uh, they argue about what day to celebrate their birthday. That's like a that's like an argument. I, you know, I, obviously, it's yeah. not like a life heard, or death thing. I heard it has something to do because at that point in time, when your birthday is, has something to do with like local governments. Like, oh, you know, my birthday is September 29th, and I'm you know I'm 20 years old. On my birthday, I want to go out and get a drink. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it makes sense. But yeah. the the birthday thing is like a government control thing. Like they're right. they're gonna want to be able to set, you know pin that down. Yeah. But and the, uh, I think the, it. I think it depends on where you're from when they decide that your birthday is. Well, they'll they'll can, still they'll still have February 29th as their birthday. Right. But it's talking about like parents and stuff. Like they, like when do we celebrate our daughter's birthday? Mm -hmm. You know, we can't do it every four years, obviously. So, a big argument they have is March 1st or February 28th. Well, if we've learned anything, every time it's not a leap year, you can celebrate it on March 1st. But then when it's not, you celebrate. It in, 
February 28th and then February 27th and then 26th and 25th and then, you, then your birthday changes all the time. It's great. So. <laughs> that made no sense. Well, that made, it made sense in my head. It makes, it makes perfect sense. I guess I didn't explain it very well. Anyway, that's a leap year. A lot of people don't know that's about That's a leap year. It. That's a calendar. That's a calendar. <laughs> I can't believe that we just talked about a calendar. It sounds so interesting, but it was more interesting than you thought it would be. So. All right, little break. Yeah, let's get us a little break. All right. And welcome back to the second half, Sam and Wes. Uh, thank you for just tag teaming that yeah. calendar. We uh, we tagged the ever living dog crap out of that. Now that you know, <coughs> now that you know more about leap year, your lives won't change at all. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, what'd you think? Oh, she loved it. <laughs> she's she's nodding in admiration uh-huh. right now. You can't see it, listeners, but mm-hmm. she is. We she is. She's uh she's studying right now, so she's she's deep in her work. So um, I know that this is something that we absolutely, you know, we we all know about this by you know by now, but the whole world knows by now just because it's like so huge. But it, it kind of is a I different. They, I think they knew in like fifteen minutes. It's a different yeah. It's a different dimension for us, but we just want to talk about in general the Notre Dame fire. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I don't know. And uh, and not in South Bend, Indiana. Pretty pretty unbelievable. And kind of what I was telling people was that you know we this this structure that took you know what I'm gonna look at, look a little stuff up about Notre Dame, but this structure that was you know finished being built and it's been, it took forever to build, like a hundred years. It, yeah, it, it was finished being built in the 1200s. It survived two world wars. You know Nazi occupation. It survived French Revolution. But plagues, um, plagues that doesn't take down buildings. But, no, you know, <laughs> buildings can't get sick, can't get cholera or something. But, but no matter what, like all these things that happen, these huge events in European history, uh, a little tiny attic fire. Yeah. You said circuit breaker. Yeah, like cir- yes, yeah, it was like electrical thing because they're doing like a lot a, of a little construction. Yeah, there. they were doing. They had this has a lot of scaffolding and stuff. But yeah. a little little electrical fire brought half this building and that down, thing went up you know? quick yeah well well you know what you know your beautiful wife was saying they had large beams of uh like timber it looked like yeah you know so that i mean i and that's what she brought to the table she's not going to talk about it but those uh the uh rafters the 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 trees that they use to make those those beams mm-hmm. on the roof they don't have trees big enough in the french countryside from where they got it the first time the trees aren't big enough now to replace them. Obviously, there are trees in the world big enough. And right. They'll be able to, you know, rebuild and everything like they're going to want to, but they're not going to be able to do it exactly how they did before. Right. Because they were like, it was 800 years ago. People. People. Uh, it looks like, um, it looks like that the construction on the Notre Dame was started... In 1163, um, goodness, 1163, and then I think that the big, just kind of completion. I mean, it was like it was habitable. You know, you can go in there and have services. Was 1231, I think I'm reading. So it's about 
almost 100 years. You know, it takes something 100 years to build, which is really crazy to think about nowadays that, that skyscrapers can go up in like six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? The so, uh, the thing about the fire was, yeah, it went up quick, you know, and then just watching it as, you know, a fireman, I was like, that entire thing is going to burn to the ground. I was, I'm actually shocked that yeah. more damage wasn't well, done. If most of it is made just of stone, right. so I can imagine. But I mean, you know, they have a lot of stuff in there. Mm, you well, know? it's true. The pews and, and stuff like that. And that's what a lot of people don't know is that those, um, you know, stone structures, fires can still make them collapse, you know, just because of, uh, structural, heat integrity, and structural and stuff, yeah. integrity and everything. And, um, yeah, it was spreading. And then a big thing is, is people don't really realize you can't. Like you said, you've been there. You you can't really tell the grand scale of how big that building is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just from when 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 Mark's not here, went to France. We we I it was it was quite shocking how big it is in, in person. Yeah. And you know, you know, it has this kind of whole plaza area, and there's just so many people, and it's it's just it's massive. And they still do have services there. I think like every Thursday or something like that. But probably um, every day. I, I don't know. I think it was a specific time because it's still kind of like a museum sort of thing. Right. You but know? that's like in the Vatican. Um, when we went to St. Peter's and Vatican, I mean, it's, it, there's, there's masses going on yeah. all day long. But it, this thing is like, this is massive, you know? And in the, honestly, when you look at the fire, you might be like, Oh yeah, it's on fire. But that fire coming from, was, a, from fire, three firefighters right now, that fire was Enormous. Yeah, and that's what like a lot of people are like. Oh, just, well, just put water on it. Just put the water on it. It's like, well, first of all, their 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 um their streams, the yeah. host streams cannot reach it. They, they can't, can't get to it. That thing is huge. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You don't have a ladder company that can get to that thing. This yeah. thing is is a massive building. Yeah, I mean, and um, then another thing is like there is so much fire. That I was just thinking, you know, even if they could reach it, it's it's not going to matter because no. a lot of people just think like, oh, you put water on a fire to go out. Well, if you have more fire than you do water, it's not going to go out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was I was shocked that it that it uh, it didn't reach the tower. Well, I mean, I I I I, I am to, I'm from here when I'm looking online, it actually said that uh, according to French authorities, the cathedral barely escaped complete destruction, having only quote, 15 to 30 minutes away from structural damage so severe that could have caused it to collapse. Um, I, th- I think I saw that they used a robot. That uh, they sent a... Uh, what, like, it's like a... Um, For the interior? Yeah. They went in through... They used a robot. It, looks like, it looked like a little small tank, and it has like a nozzle on it, and it goes in... It's like a you know really? like a ground monitor. Really, I could be completely no, lying. I, I saw I, that on Reddit. Did you, you see that? Okay, I don't know, know much about it. But you I know what's crazy here is that uh, it says approximately 500 firefighters help fight, like fight the blaze, and that's a a fourth of the Dallas fire department you know what i mean yeah. like then i feel like their fire department's gotta be way bigger probably way huge i don't know get on that Man, i don't know i, I would think it is because you know, paris is such a big area but it makes me wonder you know like how much of their fleet i was, was also that, I, you know? I saw that that the number i saw was 400 but i'm sure it got up to 500 but it was it just um, like because it gets to a point to where you don't have anything for people to do mm-hmm. um i did see that they were running in and getting like any artifacts and stuff that they could 
they could uh, bring out. And that actually goes back to the old, old days of firefighting when oh, yeah. the firefighting companies were, they were, uh, were for insurance yeah. companies. And a big thing that they would do when they got to fires was not put the fire out because one, they didn't have the technology mm-hmm. or enough technology to do it, but they just went in and they started grabbing stuff and bringing stuff out of the houses and buildings and everything like that to save all the property. Right. So they went back to that. Um, so looking it up, it looks like that Paris's fire brigade. brigade. Nice, you knew fire brigade um, has about eight thousand, eight thousand and a half firefighters. So eighty five hundred, which is way more massive. Well, and than, then also, I don't know, like, want, do they do surrounding cities? See, this and, is this is what I'm wondering too, because that seems like a really a large lot. amount. Um, like, what's the population of Paris? Get on that. Um, okay, give me a second. It says with uh, 8,500 firefighters, it is the largest fire service in Europe and third largest urban fire service in the world after Tokyo Fire, which I knew. Tokyo mm-hmm. Fire has the largest fire department in the world, period, uh, just because Tokyo is just massive. And uh, New York. So it looks like Paris is... It would make sense if Paris was the, see, the third. See, I would think because Marcus just pulled up 2.1 million people. I would Dallas has what 1.4 something like that. that. So I would think that they do serve like surrounding counties and counties stuff. or whatever and, they would you know, yeah whatever or something like that. I would think that that's how they do things. Um, just because that's a lot of people yeah, or a lot of fire firefighters. You know, for all if that. we had like Thanksgiving Tower on fire in downtown, I feel like we're gonna at least try to have more than 500 firemen there. You know, something like as severe as that. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, that, yeah. I mean, that's a little different just because it's a high-rise fire and you're going up and down, up and down, up and down. Right, that's true. People, but but, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm shocked that it didn't reach those. Of course, I don't know what's in the bell towers and everything. See, it, what I, what I've always loved was that I'm proud to be a Dallas fireman just because we do have such a huge fire department and we are, I think, like the sixth largest in the I United think, States. I think we're eighth. 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 eighth largest. I mean, that that has always just, it's really kind of struck me. You know, it's just, it's just so cool. But, you know, you think about something like Paris. I mean, that place is just, Paris is huge. I mean, if you remember Marcus. Oh, Such yeah. a huge city. Me- member Paris. Me- hey, member Paris. Remember when we went there? It's kind of maybe it might be kind of hard to remember Paris, honestly. But no, uh, I, I remember Paris. It was that's that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it because you know <laughs> whatever alcohol. Hey, so uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's really interesting though that the fact that you know we we're never gonna have a chance. I mean, maybe not, but we, you know, there's some kind of like cathedral esque sort of buildings in Dallas, but that is the cathedral and they had to fight that fire it's unbelievable i would would say it's maybe one of the cathedrals sam yeah well it's pretty popular i mean yeah it is i said the cathedral well i think what are you referring to i think it's saint peter's okay the vatican oh well that's true so you're asking a jew this question so yeah (laughs) well i didn't ask a question you're the one who brought it up yeah i'm sticking that old foot in that old mouth yeah i know um well, cool. I highly recommend the Vatican, though, even though you're Jewish. Yeah, I know. For, I mean, for the, yeah, absolutely. I would go for sure, just because of the historical aspect of it too. Yeah, like um, you know, uh, Notre 
Notre Dame, they have like artifacts and stuff mm-hmm. on display. St. Peter's has two popes on display. Yeah, yeah, that's like uh, like the corpse. Yeah. Wow. Are they They're in like a glass, I guess, coffin huh. thing, display thing? And Interesting. Yeah. And they're from uh, 1600s. Which ones were they? She's giving me sure. Yeah. <laughs> Two uh, thumbs up, well, possibly. I just want to say, you know, uh, a thousand kudos and respect to the Parisian fire department. Parisians. Um fighting that blaze because that you know one one guy did get hurt and two police officers were injured as well and that is unbelievable that 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 actually happened and i'm yeah, sure it's that crazy was probably that, like, one of the hardest you, blazes to fight yeah you don't really period. see like old ancient i mean i guess i can call it ancient it's not really ancient but old 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 no old, old there, because I, catch it, has, on fire. it has to do with the materials you know if you think about just like this apartment right now i mean this couch just is, is, gonna uh, go. this couch would just go you know i mean so flammable <laughs> and you know, with back then, I mean, all it was was stone yeah. and large timber, which, yes, you can catch on fire, but it takes a lot longer. Stone and large timber like that, I mean, just, it's well, hard. Like it's, I said, it, it's we hard even say to that, catch but, something it, on fire. but it went up so quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess what they were saying was that the attic, most of the attic was made of oak. Yeah. You know, and it probably had smaller beams as, you know, what Allison was saying that, you know, the large, those large pylons, mm-hmm. you know, those large pillars. So, yeah, pretty crazy. All right. Well, so, pretty good little stopping point. Sure. Yeah, what do you think? All right. We're at 32. Oh, that's good. Give the listeners a little break from well, last week. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a long one. We, we talked we talked a long time. Um, about. What did we talk about? That was uh, nostalgia. Nostalgia. What the, that's, what a good, the, that's a good topic <laughs> to talk a long time about. You know, that was, that was a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, give them All a right. little break. Be sure and uh, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everybody about it. And, uh, yeah, give some comments. Let us know. All right? All right. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.